Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Gone Off Podcast. One thing that I was saying about leadership that really came, that really caught my eyes was this uh, news from uh, Dozzy Keme, who is a, he's a boxer mm. and is uh, a Ghanaian well, uh, well type of prospect, right? Mm. And he said that apparently, according to him, the government should do more to invest in boxing, raise world champions, Olympians, I mean, Olympic gold medalists, and really make sure that box is uh, well developed and well promoted. And part of me agrees strongly because I think that I find it fascinating that when you ask, like I said, when I speak to my uh, Singaporean or Japanese friends, they always mm-hmm. said that they know Ghana for chocolate, for the chocolate, yeah. as they say, and also for sports, so football and boxing. And uh, from Azumanel, I mean, you ask anyone, and I think Nigel knows, we spoke with... Uh, one of the coaches for the UK boxing Olympic teams, right? Uh, Sir Terry Rogers. And uh, he had so much praise for Ghana boxers, Ghanaian boxers. Ghana boxers are the best in the continent. And in my mind, I'm thinking, so why don't we, like Nigel said before, why don't we transform our country as the hub of boxing i mean even if it's not football because we can see football and call your crowd so let's leave your side for now mm. no 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 there's a real um, you know what you say that but at the moment i'm not saying that we should oversee boxing over football however sometime if you want to diversify i mean look at america they have hockey they have NBA, basketball bloody bloody blah, blah, blah so if at the moment football is a bit no you don't drop it you improve it you can you can do things no, but never so said that. I've never said that you should drop it. Can can we go to multitasking? Anyway, that's yes. a separate. There's a there's a ministry for sports, not a ministry for boxing, or a ministry for football. But I mean, well, someone might need to tell them the, the ministry that that's what they're. For. Thank you. You know what? Because easier telling me, but we know that sometimes they're not good at multitasking. So please, no, they're not good at doing anything. So talk to them then, because seriously, why why doesn't Ghana? Why can we also promote ourselves beside the football as a hub for boxing, improving, and really, literally, 2020, I mean, I think maybe it's late now, 2021 Olympics, Tokyo. It's late. But, yes, yeah, definitely late. But why for the next 20, I guess, 2025 Olympics, if they, or 2024, depending on what, how they're going to do, what if we start raising... And raising not just finance and funds, but we start promoting. We have boxing. We have all these events to actually create the next generation of big, of big boxers. Because we don't, just as we speak about every other sector, we don't take anything seriously. No, but then you know what? We can <laughs> just be here It's essentially. About... Wait, hold on. Let me let me land at least. Sorry, I'm land. just passionate about. Essentially, you can't. If you're looking at anything to do with government, don't have such high hopes because they don't look at things the way that we would be looking at them at all. Their minds are focused on so many other things. Even if you said to them, okay, today, there's, a, there's an opportunity where we, you can make Ghana the hub of um, African boxing or world boxing or whatever it is due to our history. The only thing that some of these people are going to be thinking of is, where's my cut? How am I going to make money from it? Do you think they're sitting there trying to develop boxers? 
Ghana has the Ghana has the best boxers on the continent, hands down, and we've had the most champions. Azuma Nelson is the best African boxer that's ever lived. He's in the Hall of Fame. You've got Ike Corte, Joshua Clote. All of these people have been world champions. Mm. As mm. a dog been world champions. We have we have an actual hub in Ghana where all the boxers come from. Right? You would have thought that government would have pushed more money for the Olympic Association and the National Sports Authority into the boxing sector because they've probably produced more champions than the um, Black Stars have. Yeah. But all the money's gone to Black Stars. Understand? So if you're looking at government to do anything, forget because it's not going to happen. It's a private sector thing, to be fair. Mm. And for private sector, again, it has to be a business model that's in place. You have to put a business case. You have to, the product has to be good. You have to package it correctly in order for it to sell, for someone to invest. Yeah. Like, I agree in the sense of, I get, I get, I get embarrassed, not just as a Ghanaian, but essentially as an African to an extent, when we go to Olympics, there's no hope mm. <laughs> of winning anything. Really? Bar maybe the South Africans who actually have a proper sports industry. So why would you go? What do you mean, why would you go? No, if your mind is not... Why do you go... Why else do they go to the UN um, conversation? They don't know any listening to them anyway, but you go to turn up. We participated. It's a holiday. Do you know what I mean? No, you should know with the mind of winning. No. We don't have... We don't have grassroots... A grassroots sports industry, right, that develops athletes. We don't have it. So when it becomes to a professional... comes to a professional level... There's nobody really to look at. If you ask every single one of those um, boxing champions, bar Azuma Nelson, none of them had any um, government involvement in their development. Azuma Nelson at the time, I think JJ was in power. So I think he helped invest in him and whatnot as well. Hmm. So he reached, he reached the heights. Everyone else, it was local, local people that were helping them. And then they got spotted by international managers and all this other stuff and went from there. But that particular industry for Ghanaians, it's, it's one that we care about a lot. And it's also one that has done very, very well. We have a crazy number of boxing champions on the world stage. But we still don't have the mindset to develop the industry we don't have the mindset to develop the industry and you could say government policy should be pushing it government you know should be funding which they, they are supposed to be funding um sports disciplines in which they believe we can win medals at right essentially that's what most um governments do and associations do they put the money into the disciplines they think they have the best chance of winning medals we don't do that because again there's no statistics driving anything there's no data there's no analytical behavior regarding what we do we just do things that's why all the money has always gone towards the black stars and all they've ever given us is disappointment (laughs) you know and the money will still go there yeah you know and it's it's quite unfortunate but again it goes to show just the mentality of the nation in that respect and to have as many champions as we've had with minimal amount of um, input and funding 
Yeah. Also show what you could actually do if there was a structure in place. Yeah. yeah. But even the people that are in the boxing association and you know in the NSA and all this other stuff, just being honest, a lot of the guys are just older guys that don't really care. Of course not. They're not even. They're not thinking innovative. They're not think. They're not thinking about anything. They're just there. Yeah. Picking up salaries. Some of them hoping government that took part in sports at all. Yeah, most most of them most of them haven't. Mm-hmm. Most of these people that are in the um, NSA or in the uh, ministries and whatnot, none of them have done anything. So why are they there? <clears throat> because they can be. Yeah, simple. <laughs> Like yeah. there are certain there are certain there are certain people that have done crazy amount for sports in Ghana mm-hmm. that are not in the official bodies, mm. and if you ask them, they don't want to be because those people will just stifle you, yeah, stifle your vision. Yeah, okay. I think I think it's 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 a massive shame for me. It, it, mm-hmm. The problem of sports is a problem of decentralization, and like you were saying about can't we multitask? Like the same way, like. Can the country not do something if it's not all done in the capital city? It's mad. Obviously, yep. naturally, Jamestown and that and the areas around Jamestown is a hub for boxing. And that's where it should be developed as a hub for elite boxing. But if you're a Ghanaian and you're not in Jamestown, you don't do boxing at all. That's mad. Because I refuse to believe that we're only ever going to get champion boxers out of guard people. I, I just, I, I think that's unfair to the whole country, yeah. right? So why are we not developing the the taller, heavier guys mm-hmm. who are going to be challenging with the Tyson Furies, right? We're only ever hitting certain weight brackets as well because we're not even utilising what we have as Ghanaians. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It, Building AstroTurf in every Zongo in, in the country, which I'm not against, but it's on the assumption that, well, most of the black stars come from the Muslim community anyway. Yep. Why is that the case? Like, where did we just decide that that is a thing? How wh- how have we managed to tribalize our sports? Like, it doesn't even yeah. make sense. You know, you only find tennis, and tennis is one of those. I mean, Serena and Venus said, you know, it's it's actually a sport that can be easy to get into. And your talent can speak for you. But we only ever have sports uh, tennis facilities in the rich areas. Tessano, yep. they gone, right? We don't have it anywhere else. That kind of stuff doesn't make sense. You know, and so for me, it's like the same way when we're talking about there are no jobs in Kumasi or Tamale because the people who sell Shia actually all sell it from Accra. Why don't we just move the office up to Tamale? Same way that why do we have to have everything centralised in just one sports complex or two sports complex five minutes away from each other in Accra when talent is, as everyone knows, talent is spread equally, opportunity is not. You know, that's what we need to change. We need to change our mindset as to everything being Accra. Once you do that, then I think we could easily get whatever how many other kind of olympic medals you want but a lot of people and, don't even know that sports exist yeah no it's true and i think a lot of it also goes down to the fact that we don't like accountability mm. we don't set targets for anything mm-hmm. yes um, because if you do you will be held accountable for that yeah you know before you go to if you take any uh 
sports um, discipline. Let's take let's just take um, the competition of the Olympics, right? Yeah. They go by the fact that okay, we're going to the Olympics. We should at least get three bronze medals, for example, or three yeah. gold medals, and these are the disciplines we're looking at for that. Yeah. Right. If it's not done, there's going to be an inquest into why that wasn't done. Yeah. If it's achieved, how is it achieved? We're increasing the target the next the next the next Olympics. Let's work towards that. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? We need to pull in more talent. We need to focus on this area, all this other stuff. It's all driven by data, it's driven by ambition and all this jazz. Mm-hmm. We don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. How like how is it? And I know we're talking about boxing, but I'll use the black stars because they get all the money. Yeah. How is it that <clears throat> there's a focus that they're supposed to win the African Nations Cup? right mm-hmm. that's the focus that they've, they've had for the past 10 15 years mm-hmm. they haven't done it but they've been to the final three times mm-hmm. and lost each one and every single time they've gone and come back they've been given more money yeah but nothing else has changed yeah. second best syndrome. it's not even it's not even second best syndrome it's literally yeah. you're not working you're not doing the right thing you're not, yeah. you are not working you're training you're just squandering money yeah. yeah you're just training for the sake of training yeah but then, isn't it? I think I was talking to somebody in the past, and uh, this gent said, uh, maybe, not maybe, said, uh, when you do sports, you know, it's a matter of mentality, to have a winning mentality, and it seems that when it comes to even young Oranians when they grow up. But, it's, but that's, that's built from a young age because yeah. you're you're involved in sports from a very young age. And that, bu- that, builds you, that builds you up. You're competing from a young age. Most of these people that get drawn into sports disciplines probably just got called off from the street, some of them. Mm-hmm. Literally. No, some of the players that play for the Black Stars don't even have, they didn't even have clubs. Yep. They weren't trained, mm. they weren't nurtured. Now you want them to get to a final, right, against teams. That have been training together. Some of these players have known each other since they were in the under tens. Yeah, yeah. They fought with each other, lost with each other, won with each other, mm-hmm. created that chemistry. And you want to put eleven people on a pitch, barely know each other, mm. barely have any professional experience of any battles to go and win a trophy. Mm. Sure. You've got athletes, right? You've got people that do a hundred meters. 200 meters, all this stuff that haven't been given any help whatsoever. Yeah. But you're going to send them to the Olympics to do what exactly? That's the thing. They- For them to go and compete with the Jamaicans. I them to a different track and then yeah. performing and then you're surprised. And it's like, yeah, because the the track, that the rubber track that they're having to run the race on, you've given them some next paving situation at home. Yeah. It's just not the same. Yeah, no, that's true. It's it's not it's not serious. It's not serious. Mm. It's not serious. It's not about to change soon. Like they yeah. they've developed um, what they've started construction on sports complexes in various areas, mm. right? Yeah. Oh, and the disgusting oh, bro. design bro. of the absolute <laughs> filth. It bro. makes me. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 we were like... talking about architecture earlier, right? It, it's Oh, I, it's, it's not even worth the mention, but we're discussing it. From a, If I take away the architecture, right? Okay, you can say, let's clap for you. You've developed 
some complexes, right? What programs are going into those actual those mm. complexes? Mm-hmm. If it's just they've now put them there mm-hmm. and people just pay go and play, mm-hmm. or are there actual programs, coaching programs in place for various disciplines? Yep, is in place for people to then start competing, learning their craft well, and really harnessing their talent. Mm-hmm. I'm very sure that's not the case because it was probably just a campaign um a campaign promise that's just been ticked off the list and yep. there's nothing else to and yep. the five ten years time we'll be talking about how dilapidated they are yep. even though they look dilapidated after they were even completed because of the <laughs> disgusting design uh, and building work that they've put in place but it's what i'm saying there's no long-term thinking in anything it's yeah. just yeah. let's just do yeah. same for same for they don't listen they do not you do your own thing simple yeah. you do your own thing because they don't listen take the book and boxing arena again another monstrosity mm. right in is it jamestown no it's in bookham sorry yeah that place literally should be the heart of boxing in the country in a sense of events and whatnot well, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. The most uncomfortable. all the champions come from that area mm-hmm. and whatnot but there's hardly ever an event there. Mm-hmm. How is it that Senegal have been able to make wrestling such a massive deal mm-hmm. in where they are? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Seriously. They make wrestling a big deal in Senegal. Yeah. yeah. But we we Ghanaians who say we love football, mm-hmm. we love uh, athletics, we love boxing. There's not one competition that we can say in our country is the go-to event for the year. Yeah. Like everyone's anticipating high school football in japan high school football in japan mm. harnesses fifty thousand people every single game mm. high school football kotokan hearts can't even fill out a forty thousand stadium yep. and you're Seriously. the biggest you're the biggest clubs in in the country yeah please yeah. forget forget no honestly for this real it's mad isn't it like this isn't because, like you said, it, and this is it's, it's the same virus. We need to give a name to this virus, but the lack of accountability. Oh, what the Ghana paradox? The, the, the Ghana paradox is the virus. Mate, you're so great. You're so brilliant at so many things, yet you never reach the potential. Because the thing is, Ghanaians are brilliant. No, it's not even second best syndrome. Will mean that you actually try to compete and you kept coming second. We don't even. This isn't that. No, we don't compete. We don't compete. We don't compete. Forget. They, those people got to the final without even trying. Yeah. Every time Black Stars have got into final, they didn't even try. They played some bollocks football that no one cared about. Yeah. They got to the final. They didn't try. And they're even better than us because they get closer to it and they never, they never achieve it. Which England? I mean, Please don't compare us with such a small nation. Forget, forget, forget. <laughs> Please don't compare us with those people. No, no, but you know what? This is the thing. If you're going to compare to England, every time we've come back from a competition, when I say we, I mean England, um, we've come back from a competition. They've gone, all right, we've lost again on what? A penalty. <laughs> we've lost on a penalty, mm. right? So going into the last World Cup, what was the whole thing? They were just like, yo, Gareth Southgate, did you train the penalties? Because at this point in time, we're not going to have this conversation yeah. again. Yeah, Is that seriously. not basically the conversation was, I don't want to have a conversation with you about penalties again. And then yeah. when you see the vim that England brought to their penalties you recognise that something has shifted in their opinion of themselves when it came to penalties. And what was that, what I thought you said, retrospection yeah. and introspection? Yeah, yeah introspection, definitely. 
I think understanding we'll, what you've done wrong. It's so important. Yeah, what we need to do, I think, as as Ghanaians, is that we need to do what the corporate or the PR world always call lesson learned. I think that we should have a massive deck with or a PowerPoint slide with lesson learned. What was good? What went good? What went wrong? And how we can improve it? What's the strategies? These these that's what I'm saying. These these are what they are. This is what they're paid to do. You're mm. spending government money on officials, you know, to yeah. do these things. They don't do them. Obviously, we will do them as a group because we said we'll go through every single sector, cool. essentially, mm-hmm. we'll, as a think tank, essentially, and offer up the ideas free. They won't do them because yep. all they're interested in is politics. Ah, goodness. Politics. But then but I'm a strong believer that politics needs to be a, full, a driving force for change and, to, and for impact. So if you're not doing that, what are you really doing? But then making money, baby. One day you're gonna die without your money. What are you gonna do? At least I made money when I was here, <laughs> and my kids are okay. No, you see, and my grandkids you see, are okay. That's what people think. People think that that's they how they think. Be okay, because and one day I'm going to ask her where she comes from there on the podcast because people always complain. Oh my God, Prime Minister has taken all the money squandered. But when you speak to the likes of Sunny, they said that. That's why it's good to ask and chat, but then it doesn't necessarily mean that your posterity might be enjoying your money, mm. and that's what people need to really understand. That things happen, situation change. Ask the French Napoleon Bonaparte, ask Marie Antoinette, and all their children. I mean, things have changed. I mean, ask Mubarak and his children. <laughs> Are they enjoying their money now? No, all assets have been frozen. I've been frozen. Sorry. Mm. Uh, yeah, so careful of sometimes think about the greater good of the country and be part of it. However, is, is it? I uh, feel like that conversation is, is gone. I feel like <laughs> it's it's official. We know that that's not the case. So uh, I guess you're more que- radical than I am. The question is, what now? Yeah, what now? Because how how much must you? force them to do the right thing i always said for example you know if you take this traffic situation right and then you've got these big four by fours and government official cars that just why are people moving stay don't move out the way Mm. Mm. don't move out the way don't move out of the way that's gonna create create what is what they're doing legal no but when they say the Two wrongs that make a lie. It's not. It's not. No, but you're not wrong. Not you're right. Move. I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. But then you know, you know how this situation goes. Let's be honest. Then people get flustered, and then things are gonna start erupting, and then it's gonna be. Maybe that's story. what you need, because asking politely clearly didn't get you anywhere. Mm. Fair enough. That's a that's a valid point to give you that. People keep forgetting politicians work for you. You hire them. But you you see that's what they work saying. for you. But people don't understand that. So you need to make them understand. They come around begging for your vote for a reason. They need your mandate. Yeah. So remind them. It's not an, it's not a reminding them once. You have to remind them every single day. They everybody has to hold them accountable every single day. If you use the example of the traffic situation where any any silly MMDC or whatever can just use a police escort. <laughs> to go from the back of the line all the way to his house mm. when we've all been sitting mm. in the traffic for the past hour, right? If we didn't move, 
Yeah, he can get flustered. I don't care. Get flustered. It's like this. <laughs> I've forgotten the name of the MP. If I knew his name, I would. I would say his name. It's there. It's on um, City TV when they were doing their um, their rounds on unlawlessness on the streets. And this this MP wanted to do this um, overtaking on the other side of the road when there was traffic, and they pulled him over. And this guy got so angry. He's like, don't you know I'm a, I'm a lawmaker? You're, what is this? You're, you're fighting against the national interest. And then they asked him, but you're not supposed to, um, aren't you supposed to be driving on the road like a normal person, accountable? Mm-hmm. This is nonsense. This is ridiculous. What's your name? I need to, that's, and the thing is, he was, he was shouting at the police officer. Yeah. And that's the thing. The police officers aren't even empowered to that's, do the right that's thing. That's a conversation for another time. Yeah. So if they're not going to do it, the people have to do it. Someone has to do it. <laughs> Someone has to, has to do it. Because it's mad when they start getting friends out. Anyway. But then, so yeah, I guess civil society, as we said. But having said that, we are just going to have a little break before, yes, just a little break before we are coming back with, uh, it was... It was just with the topical question, actually. Let me, let me read it again. But before that, we're going to have a little break. Okay, anyway, this is a blooper. We're going to catch it. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. So, basically, I'm just going to give you the top. No, first, do you want to do the quiz or the topical question? Yeah, let's do the quiz. I want to do, I want to do the quiz. Yeah, because what we're going to do, I'm basically going to split this episode so that then we have one for Tuesday. Yeah, and the one for the other Tuesday. Yeah. So that basically is going to be retroactive. And by the next time we do it next Saturday, we're going to have one for the end of June. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, so anyway, so let's, let, me, let me pretend and do that. And we're <laughs> going to have a little... <laughs> we're going to have a little break and we will be back with a quiz and a topical question. No, 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 no. Okay, cool. And we are back with the GPT, the Ghana Products Podcast. How shall I I know. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go again. Sorry. It was just that, it was that, no, 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 that just got to me. I don't know why. <laughs> no, that's showbiz for you. But, uh, so... I have uh, a little quiz because what we want to do, because I've noticed it, uh, a wise man said, a wise man has said, everyone is asking, oh my God, I love Ghana, this and that, but how much do we know Ghana? And I'm talking, I'm the first one to talk. So we're going to start introducing this little quiz about Ghana, about society, culture, politics, business, and whatnot. And history and heritage, and see how much we know. Because you, um, I believe, who was he? Was he Winston Churchill that said that you can only? And uh, I'm gonna <laughs> blooper. That's gonna be a blooper. <laughs> Mate, you you're racking them up now. And uh, and what we so a wise man once said that you can only move forward if you know your past, and I sh- and I strongly believe that. <laughs> that's going to be kept as an anonymous source. However, 
<laughs> so, um, so the question is: Can you name one or two languages spoken in this region? And the region that we're going to focus on are Greater Accra region, Central region, Western and Western North region, and Ashanti region. So yeah. Okay. Let's go. Oh. I mean, I know the answer because I already know. I've studied. I like you. So. Well, that's rude. Um, well, do I get to pick a region and then say one, or? Oh no. So these are the. Re so these are the main regions. So greater, greater Raqqa region, central region, uh, western and western north, and uh, uh, actually, I I tell a lie, Volta and Ashanti region. Okay. So indigenous languages language spoken. Language. Indigenous, you know. Wow. Yes, because if you're talking indigenous, because Accra is essentially essentially Ga land, you would say Ga. Yeah. Okay. Local yeah. languages. Local pertaining to the, the local indigenous people, local language. groups. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So Accra would be Ga. That's a yeah. one, two. That's a bit, that's a bit poor. And then... Ga, um, um, the thing is, Adangbe is not really... Ga it's, not, it's just a... Well done, it's the same really. thing. It's the same thing, isn't it? Ga Adangbe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm going to show off and say that other dialects include Klugbi, Krabu, and Pram Pram, and Adagbi. So you're welcome. <laughs> okay, fine. All right, then. All right. Oh, you <laughs> clearly didn't know. Um, so let me show off my fellow Ghanaians. Since I probably didn't know So central region. Let's go. Other two. Central region. That's a fancy. Yeah. That too. Come on. That's a bit poor for me, guys. Oh, come on. Um, oh, you don't know. Ah, fancy. Then we're doing you. Ah. Ah. Ghanaians. English. <laughs> Wow, that's a bit shady. It's, it's true. <laughs> Listen, a lot of them are mixed race over there, so technically it's indigenous to them. It's their yeah. peoples. Yeah, and you've got well, a couple of the Sousas and stuff there as well. Some exactly. Whatnot, so. mm. Yeah, the Danish um, are there too. Costa, yeah. yeah so, so ah, after Fante, what? What is Fante then? That's it? it no, it's Fante and Ifutu. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So let's go Western and Western North regions. Fanti. Um, Did you say Fanti? In the Western region, they yeah. do speak Fanti yeah. in the Western oh. region. They speak in Zima as well. Yeah. Again in Zima. Um, what's the other word for it? I would have said Fanti in Zima. point. What? The other word for the Zima kind of language. You should. You should know. In Zima for. I don't know. Ah. <laughs> okay, so, I think I know because um, I speak French, but Apollo. Mm, no, because that's on the Ivory Coast. That's on the Ivory Coast side. No, that's not in the Western Apollo. region. They don't speak. They don't speak Apollo in the Western region. Yeah, fair enough. But then no, the question was the. No, no, no. Please, you asked the question <laughs> inside the borders, inside the borders of, of Ghana, Ghana, bruv. Inside the borders of Ghana. You know what? This is not. They speak. They speak. They speak. In Zima, Apollo is the Apollo is the. Yeah. version, so that's different. Yeah, but this is not fair enough. Since you guys want to, since you guys, we don't want to lose, so we're not taking it. We're not having it. We're not having it. Oh, whatever. <laughs> no, anyway, and then what? What else? All right. Um, Voting ever, ever, yeah. ever and French. And, I mean, what? yeah, and French. No. Yeah, and French. 
That's wrong. They do speak French in there. It, they do speak it, but we're talking about indigenous languages. So we said Enzima and we said Ahanta. Oh, Ahanta. That, no, wait, you've gone from Volta to Western. No, we said what else Western, is there? Western of regions. I, don't, I think I should conduct it next time because uh, I feel like... All, you're not, no, 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 you know what? First of all, don't try and come for me. Secondly, <laughs> no, you should not. wrong. Let's carry on. Anyway, so Enzima. Because you have the answers in front of you, you think you know. <laughs> Excuse me? All right, fine. Started, and then what? Are Santa Regis left? Or what's left? I'm, I have them now, but I've started. I'm next to you. <laughs> I have studied them. So even that if means I you happens to close it, right. I will know. All right, keep Anyway, right. so Volta region. You said ever. Ever. I'll say right, one then. or two. Come on. You guys are very reductionist. God. French. Oh, for God's sake. So in Ghana, they only speak French. That's all he's saying. That wasn't the question, was it? Ah. You said, what do they speak in the Volta? And I said two, French and Ever. No, we're talking about indigenous languages. Okay, we've heard Ever. Let me teach you. Let me school you. They speak their way. And they speak what else could they possibly be speaking? Taffy and Nyadbo. Yeah. Okay. That... Yeah. No, 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 no. These feel like they are dialects. Yeah. Of I, think, I think you didn't do, you just quickly did I some Google like, research. I feel like yeah. you're talking about dialects. So, Ashanti region. Ashanti tree. <laughs> and this was a surprise for me, even though I've studied. Ashanti tree. And, and they, even yeah. some of them, some of them might even speak Ewe. Ah, okay. Half point. But that's it. How so? How do you even know? I'll that's not sure. indigenous to like, Ashanti. What, yeah, what again? That's no, not indigenous no, 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 to Ashanti. You guys are not listening no, to the question. That's not indigenous. No, you see, nah, I said that's no. Not indigenous, I tried to that's clarify just, the question in the very stuff. beginning. In the very... No. I refuse. What did we say? That's when you asked... When you asked... When, hold on. When he asked about Greater Akra, what did we say? No, I, I, I just don't think... Indigenous it, you can't say to the region. No, we talk about indigenous languages. To the region. No matter what. Hauser isn't indigenous to the region. Exactly. Oh, no, because then, then, then otherwise in Great yeah. Cry you could we say tree and everything else. The person, you're, moving, you're moving like some... No, because we're Ghanaian doing what's indigenous to the region. And for, Asan, like, for the Ashanti no, region. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, this one. You are failed. This quiz master, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, easily. No, I think, personally, I think we've got this. Let's go with our topic of questions since you guys... Barely come got on the the average grade. I think you guys got a C. A C because I'm I want to be. We got all five regions correct. You so. got a C minus. You're doing all this. Do you even know any of the words in the languages? We're not talking about me now. Do you know? Do you know yes. any of the words? Yes. Okay, give me some words. Toyo bam 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 bam. Yeah. What does it mean? It means I am well. How would you respond? Go on next. Uh, God, God, that me. Do you know that? that me, I didn't bring it up. You did. Uh, fancy or today? Say Enzima, Enzima, you know, ça va, ça va bien. That's French. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and anyway, a four, a four. I don't know. I don't remember how to answer at the moment, but I will remember soon. And then Ashanti. Mm-hmm. Asante tree. Asan, no, Asante tree. It's not the same as the others. Yeah, because you didn't mention a Ethiopian tree, did you? Because that's not spoken in the Ashanti region, is it? Yeah. 
is spoken in the it's, chanting. No, you see, you didn't <laughs> ask the question properly. No, nah, we're not doing this with you because clearly, yeah, you clearly you've you been drinking. No, no, no. You've been drinking too much poker, kid. Like, spoken in their chanting. Oh, yeah. Even like that. Even like anyway, that. Matt, in tree, you said, it's just saying, and you answer, <laughs> yeah. In which tree? In yeah. a chanting. Okay. Are you sure about that? I am very sure. Okay. No, it's a crappy tree. It's a pink tree. Yeah. Or bono tree. It just depends. But not in, not in a crappy huh? tree. Because I am willing to to confirm that oh, I am not an expert I, in a crappy tree. I, I would leave that to somebody else who is an expert. So, you see, maybe you're trying to come for me, you know? Anyway, <laughs> next week, make sure you study because we're coming from all regions. Do you even know all the regions of Colombia? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we do. Yeah, that's what you think. I've got but, a look. Now, the topical question. Charlene. Yeah, so you were yeah. talking about Ghana PR people, so let me let me allow you to continue from there. Yeah, no, yeah, I, like I said, I, I don't think that the vloggers are Ghana's PR people, right? And they they just, I think the most important thing we have to recognise is that they have, they have a responsibility to themselves, their self-image that they, that they want to portray. Um, and for a lot of people... Um, they're, for the image that they want to portray, there's no shade on anyone. They they may not have family homes that they feel comfortable with, right? They feel about becoming of them of themselves and their image and whatever whatever the situation is. Um, and so they're looking at all of these things. My whole thing is that they they don't really have a responsibility to Ghana's image, um, but they have a responsibility to be fair. So I, I don't have time for people who are trying to put down Ghana's image in order to make themselves feel like they are rich and five-star living and all the rest of it. And, oh, but Ghana, there's light off. Um, you know, those, those kind of behaviours where they juxtapose it as if somehow they're, they're straight out of Mayfair. That stuff, there's no time for that. But um, at the same time, if, that's their, if, if they're going to be honest about their experience, that, oh here's my family house, this is what it is, um, we don't have light today, um, the bin hasn't been taken this week, and the gutter in front has flooded. It, it, those things should be solved, <laughs> you know, and, and they, they don't have, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be made to um, plaster over the cracks um, just because Ghana doesn't want to seem or look backwards, um, is, is, is my opinion on that. From from my experience, anyway, I wish I was more honest about the things that Ghana didn't do well um, and censored myself less. I tend to agree to an extent. I think that um, ultimately they're doing it through lived experiences, right? And for me, probably one of my peeves is more to do with seeing Ghana through our, through a crowd eyes. Mm-hmm. Ghana is a lot bigger than Accra, of course. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we you know, discuss on the podcast various issues and various solutions and whatnot. And every region has its own issues. Mm-hmm. But if you were to speak of, let's say, sanitation, for example, I know for a fact, if you go to your very, your, your hometown, for example, if you go to the Kweru, go to mm-hmm. Kweru, if you go to um, the eastern region, for example, it's extremely clean. Mm-hmm. it's extremely clean um, the mountains and, yeah it's extremely clean but if you're just sitting in a car for example you'll think 
you you will say Ghana is a dirty place essentially, mm. but that's mm-hmm. Accra in that regard. But that's their own experience. That's mm-hmm. their own experience. They lived experience through Accra. I think that we also need to be careful, people that do do that do vlogs, to not compare too much um, Ghana to well Accra, should I say? to that of London, Barcelona, mm-hmm. wherever, a completely different place, completely different place. You take it for what it is and you discuss it for all it, in all its merits, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, you can't, you can't, if you don't come from Mayfair in London, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you go to Ghana, you're expecting Mayfair treatment. Do you know mm-hmm. Mayfair treatment? You don't, essentially. Just as it was mm-hmm. said before, if you take, oh, some people were complaining about... Some people were complaining about um, queuing for so long to get into, let's say, Bloom Bar, for example. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people that complain about getting into Bloom Bar can't even get into central London clubs. Yeah. But then complaining about having to wait half an hour to get into Bloom Bar. Yeah. So I think there's, there is an entitlement from certain people, certain, well, certain group of people in the diaspora that and i think a part of that probably has to do with something we've discussed before when it comes to ghana how ghana brands itself as Mm -hmm. if this luxury christmas uh place where you know all your all your fantasies all your dreams will be be fulfilled right Mm -hmm. so if you if you've branded yourself as this this luxury this luxury place then obviously people are going to have a problem with having to wait an hour for their food for example which is obviously just that that's ridiculous. You shouldn't be waiting that long for food anyway, yeah. to be fair. Yeah. But, I don't think we need to go to Jamaica. We just go to the go to the restaurant around the corner. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing. But yeah. I think that like and we have to see see Ghana for what it is, essentially, and make our critiques based off the experiences we've had there, but not compare too much to where we're coming from. Because yeah. we can very much sound like, in a way, you can kind of sound like and almost be the neo-colonialists in that respect. Because mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. mindset is that of the West because of how mm-hmm. we look at Ghana. Why doesn't this work? Or why, why didn't they do this? Or why didn't they do that, etc.? There's some cultural nuances to certain things, why they haven't occurred, or why it is like that, for example. It doesn't make it right. But if you're going to better a system or better a way of doing things, you have to take you know the best from everywhere else but you have to localize it essentially but not enforce or impose the only thing that you know based off what you know from your lived experience in london or in new york or wherever else etc um charlene's correcting that you know they're giving their perspective and you know they're they're protecting their image you know they've got a brand to to push out there essentially Mm. but in anything that you do you just have to be fair based off what you know so a simple thing, like I said, is you can't brand Ghana based off your experience in, in Accra. Yeah. And that experience in Accra could literally just be, it's like, it's like if we go there, for example, and you're living in East Legon, right? Or you're living in yeah. Chisarko. Your life is like, yeah. Yeah, Ghana's, Ghana's sick. You've got, you've, got, um, you've got police escort everywhere you go. You, mm-hmm. Like, you're living the life. So to mm-hmm. you, what, what you put across is Ghana's, Ghana's lit. Like, Ghana's crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, in that same East Legon, yeah, there are people that don't live that life. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So you have to be fair in your portrayal of everything that you put across because it is 
something that's global, but at the same time, something that Shani said, which is probably should ultimately be the soundbite, is if Ghana doesn't like what people say about Ghana, change it. Yeah. Simple as that. True. Yeah. You know, so that's my that's my take on that. Yeah, no, and uh, I do agree with you both. It is true when it comes to perception. However, I, th- I also think that be objective, which is fine. No, actually, be critical. I always say constructive criticism is the thing that could make the country move forward. Mm-hmm. If they listen, of course. <laughs> That's dependent on them. However, I also believe that I don't believe in censorship, but I also believe that it's important for some of these diaspora bloggers to know that don't just give a rosy posy sort of view of Ghana, even though you stay at Kempinski, you stay at, uh, what's the name of that one? Uh, the Holiday Inn or whichever it's called. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, no, whichever it's called, the, yeah, the Holiday Inn. And at the same time, if, for example, I always say that there's nothing wrong, but if you're going in December just to rave and club every night, nothing wrong at all with that. But then, when you do your blog, be honest about it, because, of course, this does, might not give you the chance to go and visit, I don't know, Lagoon Botanical Gardens. It might not give you mm-hmm. the chance to go and see some of the greater attraction. And also, which probably, correct me if I'm wrong, the tourism needs to do something with some of these influencers, because I am thinking, why don't... Um, I was reading about this amazing campaign. I don't know if you guys know about it, but based of it, people don't know this. Most people don't know this, but one of the most visited place that Chinese people tend to visit when they come to Britain is, is two places. Bista Village, of course London, but Bista Village and Leeds. Mm-hmm. And people always think Bista Village, shopping makes sense. Leeds, yeah. because apparently they love all the story about the English roses, the Tudor, the Lancashire, the Yorks and the Lancashire and all the rest, and the Lancasters. Mm-hmm. And is really being thrown down their throat at schools when they study English that they're so used to. Yeah. So why don't we start? So they usually have this ma- massive campaign where they bring Chinese influencers to, and take them to Leeds, which I believe most of us people that live in the UK might not go to Leeds immediately, right? Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say I've only been to Leeds once, so, and it was okay. But... <laughs> We love Leeds, by the way. Whoever is listening for Leeds, <laughs> we love you, Leeds. However, I was just saying that why then don't we go to why don't we go up? Why don't we have these influencers and bring them to other places? So, for example, I was talking to another of my cousin, and then I was talking. We were talking about Kintampo Falls, which yeah. I have n- literally I've never heard of this falls till I spoke to her. I, did, I literally had to go and Google, say, oh, that actually looks not too bad. I sp- and then with Nigel, we spoke and he told me about this. Uh, he showed me a YouTube uh, video of a park called Moli Park. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And I was thinking, Moli, pa- Moli National Park looks amazing. Why don't we bring some of these influencers? Or even we go to Tamale or the famous houses on water. I mean, how can I have somebody that's from? Yeah. No, no, no. I said tamale and also the houses on water in Zalezu. Yeah, yeah. That in Crocodile Pond in Zalezu. So whoever knows, I mean, in Zalezu is in where? Takoradi? Takoradi? Near there. Yeah. 
It's in West in the Western region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they speak, uh, what's it? In Zamara and uh, oh, what, what was the other one? <laughs> you guys are haters anyway. <laughs> haters. Anyway, you see, you see, you see, no, I just said the Ghanaians they don't want to see their co fellow people <laughs> clearly, clearly. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so for example, there are all these amazing things, and in my mind, I'm thinking that what is the Ghana tourism board doing, or even, and I'm not accusing them by the way, but I'm just saying that shouldn't we do more? I mean, Ghana is so diverse, I didn't even know that Ghana was such a diverse place. But then, it's, it's this virus again. It's this virus that you're talking about. Yeah, the the virus. The, the, uh-huh, that lack of accountability virus that, that we have, right? They gave, they, they had their tourism ambassadors. They had like 30 of them, right? Each one of those people chopped $10,000 minimum. Some of them took $15,000. Right? And you didn't collect some of the money for us. What for is us? this? Yeah. <laughs> Jale, how can I even be told about this thing afterwards? Yeah. I have a friend. I have a friend. So who's in... uh, don't worry, I'm coming to try and collect my own somehow. Um, I had a friend who um, was in GTA, right? And he used to call me every morning before I got to work here in London, right? Literally, on my journey to work, that's when we had our conversations. Charlene, what should we do? What should we do? Um, and I'm like, but you've paid these people already. At, when you paid them, Surely you had in your mind what the value for money was going to be, right? Some of them, Fuse is one of them. Fuse genuinely apparently was contacting the Ghana Tourism Authority, asking them to tell him what to do now that they've paid him. Right? There was, there's no plan. There's no plan. There's no statistics. Um, there's no evaluation of the project. So everyone's chopped their money and enjoyed and kept it moving. Ghana has some amazing things, but the reason why I bring this up about the amount that we've paid tourism ambassadors is because if I type in Incredible India now on YouTube and I got a bit obsessive, so I've actually watched every single video that Incredible India's <laughs> channel has put out, which is something like 249 <laughs> videos. Um, they have, like, you type in Incredible India, there is, you can see the strategy. It's there. They flooded India. You, you get what I'm saying? Like they flooded the the online space for India with an with an agenda. But I don't know what our slogan is. I think it's where Ghana eat, Ghana sleep, Ghana see, Ghana. I don't know. And they, it should have probably been gateway to Africa, but here we yeah, are. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but um, you can't type so in you, where Ghana sleep, Ghana something Ghana. But even if you did, you won't get any content at all. But then right. that goes back to what we always discuss. So you mentioned strategy. Mm. First and foremost, I'm not too sure if even spelling strategy is in their vocab. And secondly, um, <laughs> I think that they just don't think far. How do you pay out money, but you're not sure what the person's supposed to be doing with it anyway? And then afterwards, after you don't pay anybody up front, but that's because yeah, they probably had a... They probably had a budget of X amount, right? They gave them the amount and then they chopped some for themselves. Mm-hmm. So they don't really need to have 
at that point in time, the strategy, the only strategy is get the money out quick so we can come and collect ours. Exactly. But I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna make an accusation there before someone to come to come and see. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I have good lawyers. Sue me. But it's 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 a trio, so no. It's allegedly like anything else. Yeah, Al- allegedly, <laughs> that's what could have happened. You know. Mm. But, no, but if you don't see results, why it's... would you invest without seeing results? Because this is not. No, but no, but okay, you say that. But have people not still been voting for the same people and not seeing results, but they're still doing exactly. it? Exactly. Well, shaking another table, but... So, and that's why I say, who's really going to hold them accountable? Yeah. Is it... People. Which Civil people? Society. Which people? Civil society. Which people? Which people? Civil society. Which people? Civil society. <laughs> which... <laughs> I'm not going to go around and say... No, because really and truly, if you see, people need to ask, okay, we are taxpayers what are you doing with my money? Because you know that definitely, for example, one of the few reasons why the NHS is so beloved, even though it might still have, it's it's not perfect. Let's leave it that it's not perfect. However, Mm. the only thing why, because people know that their taxpayers' money will be going there, and at least you are the system that will kind of cure you, in a way. However, so, so people will ask, so what's happening with my tax uh, or even the scandy scandy people you know the scandy people they do not mind paying so much high taxes because they know that their country kind of work but you're you're talking of societies where you're actually allowed to ask questions mm-hmm. and the people will respond with respect actually give an answer yeah exactly journalists can't even ask well the actual good journalists can't even ask ask questions can't even ask questions and get proper answers they get told they're being rude. Because they don't answer. So we don't, we don't, we don't, because they don't what? You need to be persistent. No, 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 no. Have you actually seen what they do? They will literally get up and leave or they'll insult you and tell you what is this nonsense you're talking about. That's when you have yeah. the internet. Vloggers, you are vloggers. You take it, you take it to the digital era. That's why the digital era has brought that change. And maybe I might sound naive, but I'm just using the metrics of other countries. Which you shouldn't be doing because we don't. Do you know? Have... Do you know what? It's not. Yeah, we're comparing apples and oranges here. You see, yeah. if you're if you're um if you're looking at a, a vlogger in the United States who goes to take a video of um I don't know his his or her trip to the um Statue of Liberty, right? That vlogger mm-hmm. is benefiting from the ecosystem that has already been put in place that tells the world that the Statue of Liberty is important to America. Yeah. Right. So that vlogger is not contributing or rather, yeah, they're not really contributing to the importance of the Statue of Liberty. Right. They are enjoying mm-hmm. from that. That's fine. But what we're talking mm-hmm. about in terms of vloggers and their relationship with Ghana and Ghana's image is that they should pick up their money, go and buy an expensive camera, go get expensive software on their expensive laptop, go to Mole National Park that is not even important to Ghanaians, let's be honest, in terms of the the national psyche. Mm. And they now need to write the narrative. Yeah. With the hope that maybe one day they might get YouTube dollars from it or something along those lines. Like, they are the ones doing the work where the nations were supposed to. Whereas in the West, you've actually got YouTubers who would be doing the same thing, going to a tourism site, but they're not the one making that place important. Right, it's it's unfair for a country that has a budget to be asking the individual 
to go and do the PR. 100%. And then spending that same budget on... Ex- I exclude Fuse from this because he's been doing hmm. work for a very yeah, long he's time. he's been doing. Yeah. yeah sending, spending that same budget on people that actually don't really have any real affiliation with Ghana whatsoever. So, uh, no, let's be real. All the American... Hmm. The American um, celebrities for example what for what they will come free pay mm-hmm. to enjoy and go mm-hmm. out again mm-hmm. for but what can i interject just on one thing and that for this i agree with in the sense of i blame and please well for president if you're listening it's oh, a constructive criticism oh. but please open the borders <laughs> So, keep them close. Keep no, your, keep please your, open the borders. Keep your country. Or for president. No, what? No, he's joking. He's joking. But if you're listening, the thing don't is come now, and ask us when you want our monies. That's yeah. it. Please. That's it. Yeah, he's asking you to return. Us. You've returned. Please. You've returned. Return. You've locked everybody out. It's okay. We returned when we stepped out for a second. He locked it. So exactly the minute the minute we stepped out for a moment. For a moment. A moment. Lock that door. <laughs> Door, door said, of no return, he literally. Said, literally. Wow. He said, Is that what Kotoka has become? He said beyond the return. So we are returning <laughs> in December. It's okay. Yeah. But what I was before, sorry, I just interjected just to say that I think that Ghana needs to understand that because it does this. When it comes, I'm talking from a PR and strategic comms perspective, they do this thing where, oh, let's use celebrity to leverage Ghana. But if you really understand it, it's this celeb. It's this. I mean, Ghana should be leveraged. Sorry, basically, these celebrities it should be leveraged their brand of Ghana. Their celebrities. But that's that's mm-hmm. what that's what Charlene literally said now about mm. vloggers and because... when it comes to because well, I think you didn't hear it. Oh no, said, I didn't hear. Yeah, I didn't hear the part. She Sorry. went. She was speaking about let's say London, um, America, or Paris, for example. If you use the Eiffel Tower, mm. people yeah. will that the Eiffel Tower is already of importance to French people and the world so Mm. therefore Mm. you spending your money to go and visit the Eiffel Tower you're very likely going to get something back from the views because people are already taking interest in that but then Charlene also added that if you take Ghana it's the other way around you want people to use their 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 hard-earned money to go to Mali National Park and all these other places and make it important right off their hard-earned money for nothing in the end yeah Oh, it's wrong because, and that's why I say that all that campaign, the full circle campaign, even though I've worked on it, I've said that I've literally had so many things to say because all of the celebrities, beside one, which I will not mention, most of the celebrity literally just said, first of all, they didn't even know much about Ghana. It's only when they came there and thankfully Boris Kojo explained and outlined the importance of Ghana, Independence Square. But then in my mind, I'm thinking, invite them but make sure that Ghana is the set, is the focus and the centre of it all, not the other way around. Because all mm. these celebrities, let's face it, let's be honest, I respect most of this, but some of these celebrities are B-movie B celebrities who people don't even know where they are, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you start enshrining them and stooling them as kings, chiefs, and I'm thinking, and wait, hang on a minute. Nonsense. I mean, I, you should even make me a chief at this point. The diaspora mm. chief, whoever, mm. or king. So why are we installing people who have not been in films for the last or 
not even Netflix has picked their face. Forget that. Why are we installing years? them in the first place? Because, uh-huh, that's what I was going to say. What, what, the reason what, is... For what reason? Because we've decided that chieftaincy is no longer important. Yeah, right? we cheapened it. Yeah. That's it. it like, beginning and end of... <laughs> For who said it? Somebody, I don't know which clip it was. I don't know if it was about Lisa Ray or something. Oh, Lisa Ray. Angry. And the person introduced her as the Queen Mother of Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, really? Honestly, really? like, what is important to us? Really? What is important to us? You know, you know that if you go that. to London, you can't go and touch any of the Queen's soldiers who have the big bear hats on, right? You can't touch them. Nah. They will really? smack you up. There's no reason for that. They know you're not a threat, but it's important for them that they still appear Look, yeah. to be strong and, and you know, f- serving the royal family, right? Look These what are they did when they thought important. black people touched Churchill. Exactly. Look what they did. Yeah. They boarded it up because it's important to them, but nothing's important to us. So there's no, so the, there's actually not even a narrative. You see, when you boarded up um, Churchill, when you have the men in their red suits guarding the palaces and things like that. You're talking about the narrative of the country and things that are important to you. And people literally travel around the world to come and see Churchill and guys in red suits protecting palaces because that's important to you. Nothing's important in exactly life. that. We don't care about anything. No, yeah. but we should care. And that's the problem. We should care because, okay, there's going to... I mean, I've already heard so many people, oh, my God, does anybody feel visible? Just... Uh, we are coming to Ghana. We're going so to he needs money. He'll open the borders. Hopefully. I've got faith in him. Uh, three weeks. We're going I, to do I have faith in the fact that the economy is tanking and they need yeah. money. So they <laughs> and we need December at least. Yeah, yeah we okay. need December. But then in my mind, I'm thinking then you need to bring something new because you can just have every December loads of celebrities coming from NBA, Hollywood, I mean, Black Hollywood anyway, and then coming to do another, okay, beyond the, beyond the return. Then next year is going to be war after they return i mean you need to be innovating that's why i am short-term surprised. short-term thinkers short-term. you're 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 really giving them too much like really no. you, you have too much you're in, you, you might be powerful for yes you need to have this the best legacy that you could ever have so that whoever come after you they will say you know what this party have done so amazingly they've brought new what? jobs they foster opportunities what and i want to vote for them that's pr 101 for you yeah, that's what? Yeah, that, don't worry, really you write like that. You see, you got the post like that. I need mean, some fantasy world. Mm, bit of an idealist. It's not idealist. That's what it should be. It's, it's, I mean, uh, isn't about legacy. You want to leave a legacy? You want, okay, check no, the money. I want to be to. president. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> your name is good. That's why it's coming <laughs> You know what? It's like the good book says a good name is better than rich. So, of course, if money comes along, fine. But yeah, that's, the Bible wasn't written by a Ghanaian man. I don't think you understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, really not. Really not. Yeah, it, it just doesn't. It doesn't work that way. And the problem is to do with also the, the people coming after them don't think mm. outside of Ghana. Again, it's another local champion something. Because mm. I, I almost guarantee you, if Mahama was to somehow magically find a way to win this next election, right? Um, this whole year of return something something will get dashed real quick. It won't yep. even get Why? thought. It's a good thing. That, no, that's what do you mean? That's a Kufrado's legacy. And Why am I going to continue his legacy? I'm sorry, Boris Johnson took the spice from Ken and they just made it his. No. I mean, I said what I said. But, so. no. 
But the conservative, no, but how the British politics works, yeah, is very different to how Ghanaian politics is. If something is going to be beneficial to them, they'll continue it. You understand? In Ghana, it's not like that. The whole aim of Ghanaian politics is you are you are sworn enemies in public. Yeah. Right. So wherever you started, I will never finish. I will never finish. (laughs) Understand? So. It's it's this whole year of return, this whole diaspora stuff. To what end? Yeah. Like, because once once Akufado's out out of office, that whole diaspora office, all you people that are eating there, like <laughs> but the, the job, that, that job will go Jeez, because Muhammad exactly. Muhammad's not gonna keep Muhammad or whoever comes next isn't continuing that. They will start something different. Disclaimer: yeah. Some of us are doing a good job, so. If, what, uh, do you work for them? No, by affiliation. Do you work for them? No. Relax, 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 relax. He was on the defensive, so I think he's eating he's from there. That's the thing. He's probably scared. is. Share the money. You people have been looking at me when it's you people with <laughs> money. You, you're collecting 10,000, and you also working for the diaspora office. Yeah, it's always the ones that are talking. Yeah, they're laying accusations. Us paupers are here, but it's okay. But it's okay. No, but it's that's how it works. So, so you're telling me that privilege is not, and maybe that's why we need to start. That's why we should start asking this question. So, what's the strategy after the four really? years? What's beyond the return after the after all this amazing return? It's like an Hollywood movie. How, how many return can you do? So, what are we doing? It depends, after it depends you can return what's, as what's much as you like. <laughs> yeah, you can return. If you keep like going, you, go you can come back. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, like we always said. There's a reason why there's never any detail when it mm. comes to government because you will be held accountable. So if you said, okay, if the year of return for the next 10 years is supposed to mean we want to have, for example, more African-Americans start businesses here. You put a number to that. Let's say every year we want to have at least 50 new, um, 50 new businesses in particular industries, investments from black African-Americans, right? Um, investing in these industries. That's your target. So you've given that to the diasporan um, office to target that, right? Mm-hmm. You have to you have to reach this target every every single year, minimum of fifty new businesses employing X amount of people in this industry, etc. That's a target, mm. not beyond the return, or come home. Yeah. Okay. And come, and come home and three, come, relax. Come home and do what? invest that's what invest you're, where you're saying, invest in our very see industry. see we've had this same invest. no we've had this same Listen, conversation this like the exactly <laughs> we said this so many times we took ourselves from this here london mm-hmm. to ghana mm-hmm. for a conference yeah people came from all over the world <laughs> to this invest in ghana homecoming summit right <laughs> people were so pissed off didn't that american guy just get up and say whoa, whoa, whoa what is this like We've come all the way here. You people don't respect us. <laughs> what is it that was? <laughs> he said, "What are you talking about? <laughs> what are we investing in? What are you talking?" I think that's a real. Listen, the, yeah, the price for quarantining means that we should just all leave it alone. Like I said, there's no return. He's Wait, the that, is that a rumor? Thousand five hundred pounds if I get to Ghana. Dollars, man. Oh, dollars. Sorry, it's still a lot. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want. No, do you know what's actually funny? No, I fact I actually think it's more in dollars because I think the British the British guys are getting sent to Elisa Hotel, but the Americans are being sent to Kempinski. No, oh, it 
Wait, what? Excuse yeah. me? Why are, why are your British guys sent to hotels? Like random hotels? I don't get it. Ah, that's what they decided to negotiate for, but the Americans got Kempinski. I want to go to, I wouldn't I aim for the best, I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's the government that should pay because I'm coming to visit you, I'm coming to return. I'm bringing in my, I'm bringing my son. You're also bringing coronavirus. Excuse me. Corona or no corona, it's money we want, so. So, and is, does that sound ethical to you? Ethics. Ethics, yeah, E-T-H-I-C. And that's the end. Well, speak no evil. <laughs> collector, collector. No, Vidyagra, I'm joking. Oh, wow. I am all about change. Okay, I'm about the change that I want to see in my country. Of course, of course. That's some very sarcastic, Charlie. So that's your second. <laughs> That's your second strike. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Your first <laughs> I meant oh. it. I meant it with all sincerity, of oh, course. Clearly. But, <laughs> seriously, my sorry. Oh no, you sorry. Yeah, you were saying something uh, before we cut out. Sorry. Um. Oh. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I've even forgotten now. Oh, what was it? Was it? It'll was come. It'll come back. To, it'll come back to me. I'll come back with you. Because we're talking about, I think that we're talking about this year of the return, come home, and we're the end, yeah, whatever. Accountability. Accountability, yeah. But then in my, okay, you said, you talked about accountability, which is fantastic, but then in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm a a young student, I'm not, God forbid, but I am not, God forbid, it happens. You are unemployed. (laughs) No, you definitely are. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 if you're a young student, student, and then let's say that you went to study Le- leisure and tourism uh, the summer cra- Accra University I'm just saying mm-hmm. something random so mm-hmm. as a student wouldn't you start want to rally and say you know what okay all of these great foreigners are coming fantastic uh, Uncle Yof is building hotels everywhere with uh, <laughs> we love you uncle but please we don't need more hotels we need we, we speak French anyway anyway yes uncle but we don't need more hotels. So in my mind, I'm thinking, at some point, wouldn't you say, you know what, I've studied three years at university, I want a job in hospitality. So mm. what if you're telling me that we're bringing all of these people, I want to see numbers. I want to, like, literally, my instinct as a person will be, I will ask questions. I will definitely ask questions because I need to know where we are at, what's happening. And maybe you might say that I'm entitled, but it's my future. So... Why wouldn't ask question about all this amazing project? Not uh, now. I just spoke before about Marina, the Marina Drive project, Marine right? Drive, yeah. Marine Drive project. So I want to know. Okay, you said that you're bringing restaurant, hotels, even casino. Okay, when are you going to start recruitment? When are you going to start employing people? We're there. So why don't people ask these questions? Do you think people don't ask questions? No, I'm asking. I'm generally. I'm, ge- uh, they do ask I'm generally asking. Yeah, I'm um, also, when do you want them to ask questions? When the building hasn't been now. designed yet? No. Or... <laughs> no. Wait, hasn't it been? I'm sure that the project has been planned. and they need- The master plan has been done, I think. Yeah. I think the master plan has been done. But, mm-hmm. I mean... They've, they've, start, they've started. They've actually started the project. Okay. The they have, but... <laughs> there, there's no point asking... Like, even me today, as... 
somebody who can even give a call to Jofi, give a call to certain people. I'm not, I would never even ask today because how far did we get with that Hope City? Right, we was had that, the video, we had the promotional video. Which one was that? Was that the one with um, the so called Silicon Valley? Yeah, that one the, with was RLG. Back oh, in that, early, oh, that, 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 okay. that mess. Okay, yeah, that okay. one, that city that never happened. Imagine okay, if you would ask for a job like, in that situation. That's almost, like the, that's almost like the airport that didn't happen. Well, it didn't exactly. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine asking for a job in in Pram Pram Airport that ne also never happened. Like, wait, there you was can't an airport even... in Pram Pram. They were going to put an airport in Pram Pram. Oh, okay. Okay, that Silicon Valley city might still be happening. It's However, stop that. They've had delay. It's not delay, it's deny. You know, this is the African, <laughs> this is African type of mentality of it's not a denial, it's a delay. The, no, it's the not. Lord it's will fight denial. their battle, please. <laughs> God, this one is okay. But they said they want to make Kumasi the next hub of industrial uh, of uh, the next industrial hub. They want to also implement more uh, in certain parts of Africa. I was speaking with a friend of mine, uh, Prince, who also worked at the diaspora office, and he said that. They're looking, and you know, Einstein and Tim, who is uh, doing the Ghana Tech Summit, and uh, mm -hmm. every time he's bringing lots of people, IBM, a uh, lot of the Silicon Valley people, and they want to really recreate a hub in Ghana. All right, all right, let me stop you there. Let's on a simple fact. Let's just not talk plenty. <laughs> it's results that we want. That's it. We don't care about plans. That's it. You don't care about strategies. It's results. Give them time. Give them time. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> Let me see. We keep talking about time. Uh -huh. How long was Nkrumah in office for? Anyone know? Uh, nine years. He was in office for nine years. One year more than. Um, Akufado. No, well, he hasn't won in a, He hasn't won the second term yet. One more than Kufor. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> A lot less Safe. than JJ, correct? I think JJ was JJ yep. in for 19 years. Yeah, exactly. 19 years. 19 years, right? And if Kufrado wins, he would be there for eight years. Yeah. In nine years, Nkrumah became a pillar of African development. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh -huh. What can Mahama speak of in his four years? What can Kufor mm. speak of? They were telling you about the hospitals. Didn't he? Say, I mean, he please. Nice. He came talking about developing I'm, hospitals. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I can't discount the good that they've done at all on either side. But you know, when they what's what's the thing that they say when you weigh off you weigh off somebody's good and their bad or against a federal mm. and the justice scale. Yeah. The justice scale. It's fallen off. Yeah. The bad really outweighs the good on both sides. <laughs> Because you've had how many years to develop this country? Yeah. And we're still talking about elementary development. You still have schools under trees. Huh? Yeah. You still have schools under trees. You still have um, untarred roads, plenty of them, oh, in yeah. your very own capital that you are so, you lack shame to bring international audiences there. Your lights still go off. In this 2020. I thought it was improved. I'm not, I'm not asking for improvement. Stop the doom so simple. Fair enough. Do your mates have two heads? Well, how come they've still got... Why do they, still, why do they have 100% electricity? In this 2020, where everything's being turned upside down, 
we haven't yeah. managed to switch on our lights for 24 hours straight every day. So when we're talking about mediocrity, yeah, I'm not saying in the mm. sense of, okay, we, we discount any decent level of development that they've mm. done, right? But my friend, in the very beginning, now I'll speak of the current government because that's who's there. Yeah. And we're mm. measuring performances. This has got nothing to do with... The likability. Yeah, I don't care about any of that because the fact of the matter is we all know people on both sides, mm. right? You said, by the end of my term, Accra will be the cleanest city in... <laughs> Stop that. Oh, I didn't know that's what you're coming for. Stop that. No. <laughs> Stop. I must know. come. You're shaking the table. No. Stop it. Earthquake, earthquake. Who, who put it on the table? Was it me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but if I wasn't ready, I was now we understand surely. See, so we're, think, we're thinking about accountability, correct? <clears throat> and this is where we now want to talk about how do you set targets? Yeah. Don't be talking anyhow, because well, I'm not I'm not yeah. I'm not a fool. Even when you make that type of statement, it was a bit mm-hmm. you're doing too much, yeah. right? Yeah. But okay, they say dream big. So yeah. go off, boss. Three years later, mm. is Accra anywhere near the me. cleanest city in Ghana? Me. <laughs> Let alone That's the thing. Africa. Accra should be shamed. Like, like I went to Winneburn, I was shocked. Everywhere. This is what I'm saying. When people, that's what, when people talk about Ghana, please just talk about Accra as a separate place because the rest of Ghana yeah. is a completely different place. Yep. Winner, your Winnabars, your Cape Coast, your Takarade, your um, yeah. um, Sunyanis, these places, like, yeah. they are different. They're different. The people, it's, it's yeah. a very different place, right? Good. Good. It's, they're they're organised. They are actually very organised places. It's amazingly clean. Like, so, so you'll make Accra the cleanest city. How far? What happens? It's what? not working. No, stop that. But please. From when you still have only one company that is there to clean the whole country, yeah, it's ridiculous. Zoom Lion. Like... Zoom Lion. Since God knows company that collect the contract yeah. to come and clean I mean, the country. <laughs> they didn't even the thing is like even they didn't even set the scale for what I'm classifying as clean. Like I just wish that they exactly. told me on what criteria they're gonna fail me on, you know. Yeah. They didn't even try it. Yeah. <laughs> what what does that yeah. mean? Just oh, it's just it's okay. What are the param- what are the parameters <laughs> that define thing? You know, it's and you haven't. I don't even think you've even met what you thought mm-hmm. was clean, mm-hmm. essentially. How do you mean? No, like, do you know how bold of a statement that is? It's Have you been to like... Kigali? Have you been to yeah. Cape Town? Have you <laughs> Have you been to where have you been? <laughs> like, it's been to no, no, like, no. <laughs> say, like, you know, do you know what it takes to get to that level? I'm not talking in the sense of you just having people come and clean. It's a, it's literally a mm. psyche change, policy change. Like, you have to educate yeah. your people. You have to discipline yeah, your people, you right? What have they done? Mm. Nothing. And your place can't be clean if some of your roles yep. are untarred. Because that's dust everywhere.
So, for me, yeah, there's a lot of things that were said because we're, we're probably going to go through mm-hmm. the manifestos, mm-hmm. right? Because your manifesto is there to essentially judge you by, right? Your performance. I don't think it's going to be well. And this is not even taking it from the sense of how we think Accra or Ghana should look like or where we should be standing in the world or in continent, etc. Let's take our biases out of it. Just, you said mm. X. Mm. You said Y. You've achieved this. It's not today I actually want you to tell me, oh, it's because this problem happened and that problem happened. No, because in the beginning, when you made those promises, you actually didn't say how you were going yeah. to achieve it. You also didn't have targets in place, transparent targets for us to measure you by. Yeah, it's so it's not today that you can give me excuses because you didn't actually tell me yeah. how you're going to do it. You just said you're going to do it. Simple. You didn't do it. And it's almost like I don't agree with um, a lot of politicians, but I remember watching a clip of, I think it was a Kujito mm-hmm. Blackwa, and he was on Paul Otre. Paul Trey's show um, talking about the factories, right? One that district, one, one district, one factory. And he said his, his figures were mm-hmm. wrong anyway because um, he said government have only done like nine or completed mm-hmm. nine factories or something. But I think there's a, a few mm-hmm. more than that. But his point was, you said in your term, mm-hmm. you will do one district, yep. one factory. Now, we all know it's not possible. And in fact, it didn't even make too much sense to even do that. We've had a brief discussion Mm. on that anyway, right? But if you put something down, I beg, after your campaign, quantify it. (laughs) Like, backtracks more. Because it will come to bite you. It will come to bite you. You know, you've got to, you can't be then outsourcing the responsibility of all of that to the people who are meant to be enjoying all of that you know you can't say oh i i actually made accra clean but you know the people in accra were dirty you know oh they, they kept messing up the place uh, no <laughs> then you did not achieve what you set out to do you know you can't say oh mm. we're actually a really peaceful country and a great tourist destination but you know the thing is the vloggers aren't really telling people then you're not really putting yourself out there as a good tourism destination. That's you're not doing the thing that you came to say you're going to do. You know, you can't outsource those things to we who are supposed to be enjoying it. That doesn't make sense. When we enjoy it, we will evangelize that, right? When people see that you're trying to get them to change their behavior so that they enjoy a cleaner environment, they will evangelize to other citizens and other foreigners the fact that Accra is on a clean city agenda. But you're not about that. That's just the fact. Mm, no, I I totally agree with you. And I think uh, maybe not the immediate next episode, but then in our wonderful upcoming episode, we should really start going through the different manifestos and even invite some of the representatives either UK or in Ghana for these mm-hmm. parties whether it's the comms director I mean no 
all of them, mm-hmm. as we know, uh, from some of these parties and literally ask them. Because even with the smaller party, the CPP, if I'm not wrong, we should start looking into perhaps they actually have something valuable to say, but then they don't have the mm-hmm. visibility. Oh no, they, I'm sure they will, but that's why and that's why they should start going on on podcasts like ours and other shows. I've but... kind of said, I don't know if I said it last time. I wonder why, of all the parties, the CPP haven't been the party to reach out to mm. the diaspora, especially when they where they started. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> was about Pan Africanism. What was about yeah. the diaspora? Essentially, that should have been your gig. Yeah. Exactly. Even now. To prop up the party now, you guys should be forcing to engage yeah. the diaspora. That might even be your route to some exactly. form of power. Well, we've said it. If they're listening, they should take they should take care and call someone. <laughs> when, when I invite, when yeah. we invite, uh, no, but it, it's it's yeah. it's true though, no, no, because it just seems it 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 means then you guys aren't really thinking about getting mm-hmm. into power and about making a change or just participating. Yeah. yeah. Never. Because if you go back to your roots, that's exactly where you, that's what you're about. Yep. That's what you started. Yeah. That's what you're about. But we've heard Pim from them. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we haven't it's heard a nice. word from them. It's, They'll it's start clear in, se- in September the... and try and win an election in three months. When, yeah, when we've heard, which we've literally heard nothing from them since yeah. the last election. Actually, that's the, a they don't say anything in opposition. I mean, I've had more from the other candidate, Marek, Kofi Ghani, if you're pronouncing it. I've actually had more from him, even though I've got my own thoughts about him, but that's another story for another time. But uh, I've had more opinions from him, or even for his social mm. media, rather mm-hmm. than the CPP. And actually, now to think about it, I haven't checked the CPP social media in a long time i know they were on facebook I'm if they were active they would they would pop up on your system you don't even need to check them okay <laughs> well so you answered the question so yeah definitely we're going to go through this manifesto and actually ask them questions because by december we need to start keeping some people accountable especially because even if one day as diaspora we might be voting we need to actually start yeah, asking questions exactly. about time so thanks a lot both to you guys both nigel charlene thanks a lot for your time for another great episode of the ghana paradox podcast and uh, yes on to the next one and in uh for well and word for whatever thanks guys to be a good girl but everything just changed now me from ground on fire. Last time when a boy be a becker, eh, me we go. Cause I need to work and move me humble. Oh yeah. Tonight me gonna tell you something. Don't rush, baby, take your time. All I want was to give you love. All I want was to make you smile. You are the sweetest girl. But now you move dangerous. Now you change so serious. Oh yeah. Me see your face, what's the sun? Too bad, you baby girl, man, sister. Run, what's your baby girl, no sister? Too bad, you you the big man, super. Yeah, Miss I don't know what's the sun. Too bad, you baby girl, man, sister. Run, what's your baby girl, man, sister? Too bad, you baby girl, man, sister. Let me see what.